Pop a bear. Two, one. It's already live. You're you missed on the air, Jack. You were live. Talking about Star Wars. What did you want to talk about? Yeah, well, yeah. I, I love Star Wars. Wars. Jack, so, you, you wanted to talk about Star Wars. We're back you live did, on the air. Itching, I, I, itching. Listeners so, waiting I, here. I, we did it before we got on air, so. Oh, you're already done? I'm already done. I, I had my thing. I'm done. I'm, I'm stuffed. So, so, that, so, Chris, before you joined, Matt and I were talking about, hey, he's on the fifth season right now of a Clone Wars rewatch. I'm on oh, the fun. third I'm on the third season, midway through third of Rebels right now, and I'm and never going to watch it. It's it's good, uh, but it's, the one thing that the one thing it does kind of just a little bit of a pet peeve that they didn't show or like explain at all was <laughs> a, nit, a nitpick. A nitpick, yeah, is that Ezra gets the blue crystal in the temple in season one or two. And then you know the saber gets his original lightsaber gets broken in season two, and then in season three he's got a green lightsaber. I'm like, what the where the fuck do you get the green crystal? And you wonder oh. why I won't watch this show. Come on, man, that's ridiculous. It was <laughs> hidden Bullshit. in the Boston cream. Oh, that makes sense. <laughs> oh. Sorry, so, I had to so go get Chris. Some Chris, Ahsoka series coming out. Are we going to get a a what if Soka? I mean, not Soka, but uh, uh, Ezra and uh, Sabine hookup. Mm. Mm. <laughs> Are you a shipper of Ezra and Sabine? Do you think that they? I like- would like to. I would like to see it. I got to be honest with you. <laughs> I would like to see it. I love your responses, Jack. It doesn't matter. You're, you're yeah, in I, it. I, 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 I got to go with it because I'm. You know. What do you like most about Ezra, Jack? Yeah. The, the, just the timing, the, the, the how funny, you know, uh-huh. how cheerful they are <laughs> together. <laughs> together, you know, it's just you, when you see a, two people, it should be together. Uh huh. Uh huh. Don't we? Don't you always root for it? It's like, you know, I, I wish they'd get together. Yeah, that I mean, nice. that's kind of what happened with the other two characters that that everybody shipped. Yeah, which are. <laughs> You zero, know. zero. The the two that they should be yeah. together. Callus yeah. and Zeb. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Callus. Okay. Yes, yes. Callus a little. Callus is a little rough. So, but, uh, so my only beef with the whole Callus character is that he like immediately just gets that like this old spice swagger when he's yeah. not wearing yeah. his yeah. fucking Empire uniform. He's got the the. The, the, you got and the, the, the beard, yeah. Oh, I, I love that's what I like. There's there's one really funny meme Old Spice that I thought was hilarious. It was like Callus <laughs> Callus's hair had more character development than Ray in all three of the sequels. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, hair, the minute he turns from being like undercover, <laughs> right. you know, he's got one strand that just kind of like slowly swoops down, and after that, he's just like, I'm letting my freak flag fucking fly. That's right. He like grows the lamb chops. He's like, I'm yep. undercover, buddy. Yep. <laughs> I mean, he, um, he's leading the seventy. I want, I want show. more Zeb. Zeb's probably one of my interesting. Isn't that the guy from Green Acres? You know? oh. oh, nice. That's so everyone out awesome. there, Matt is holding up a action Zeb. figure of Zeb. Yeah, character from Star Wars want, Rebels. I, I still want uh, what's his name from uh, everything: uh, Judge Dredd, Lord of the Rings, The Boys. Um, what's his name? Uh, Star Wars. Uh, who's who's the Billy the Butcher? Apollo oh. Creed. Apollo Creed. No, <laughs> Billy the Butcher. Um, <laughs> the Australian actor. Carl Weathers. He was in The Boys. Billy the Butcher. He was in. He's one of the oh, writers, Carl, 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 Carl Urban. Carl Urban. Oh, oh. I want oh, Carl actually. Urban to play Zeb. I could see that oh, actually. Okay, yeah, you have to put a crap ton of prosthetics on him, but I I could see it. It would be perfect because Zeb is is literally Billy the Butcher. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, to me, to me, Rebels is kind of a very loose Firefly. You know, as in the crews yeah. that you have. It's you know because Zeb is definitely the. Uh, uh, Adam Baldwin character, you know, in, mm-hmm. in, in Firefly, and you can see all the 
the characters, kind of how they line up. Like, but I, I that's that's kind of another reason why I kind of like Rebels is even though it's not Firefly, it's kind of another way of kind of telling that same story. And God love Rex. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. And Rex shows up. I mean, you know the. Yeah, I like the family unit. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I gotta admit. I mean, it's it's the one thing. You know, going back and watching Clone Wars, I love all of the storylines and the scope and the scale, and it's kind of showing the entire galaxy. But I love Rebels and how it's just honed there, down, and it's there, like there it's this, a, it's this unit. Yeah. There's this fun scene in an episode I just watched um, where uh, is uh, Hera leaves Ghost in to uh, Rex and uh, what's his name, Callus, because she had to go off and do some shit, and. She's like, all right, take care of the ghosts, blah, 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 this, and the other. And as the door closes, Callus sits in the captain's chair, and Rex is like, no, dude. <laughs> she left the ghost to me. He's like, he's like, I've been in control of starships, blah, blah, blah. And, and he goes, I was former Empire. And he goes, well, I think you just answered your question. <laughs> and Callus is just like, okay. okay. <laughs> so hops over and gives the shit back over to, 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 to Rex. I, I, I do like that dynamic. I think it's fun. I that's, think that's uh, a favorite moment. I, sure. I actually saw a, a clip on uh, uh, not a clip, like a post on Reddit recently. It was a kid who was posting a picture of his father who was who was uh, um, cosplaying as Rex, and apparently his father was in, in in the hospital, real sick. Not sure why, um, but it was a picture of his of his dad. I, I'll find it before we finish up the show here. Um, it was a picture of his dad dressed up as Rex and it was like spot on. It looked exactly like Rex and Rebels. Let me see if I can find it while we while we go through this. I, I like how in Rebels though he just wears select pieces of armor. You know, because it's like he's clearly gotten like the dad bod going. So it's like, oh yeah. only the uh, only the chest plates fit. You <laughs> know that's it. You know. Oh I didn't I didn't I thought Jack had left. And I was like, no he's just sitting back there. No he's Jack's just, just playing Tetris over he's there. Just chilling. He's, he's, just playing like, his, he's playing his Rock'em Soccer. Talk. It's fine. Found it. So, so I'm cool, man. I'm, I'm reading Twitter. Okay. So, oh, for, okay. so for all the Lego people out there that listen to us, I had sent Matt and Chris as well. Like, uh, hey, they've already fought. They've already fought. Oh, wow, so. he does. He does. Yeah, dude, right? How cool is that? It's it's total Rebels Rex too. It is Rebels Rex. Yeah. Rocking. Yeah, the, the gray beard, the bald, like he's dead. On, even the blue armor on the on the the deltoids yep. is faded. Like it's it's perfect. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, Rex is Rex is a favorite so i like that they that rebels also connects to, to clone wars in that way so yeah. i will tell you though season one of rebels fucking sucks season one of rebels though versus all of the zero the fucking hunt you gotta go through <laughs> in the first two seasons of yeah, clone wars which to me personally almost ruins the the first two seasons because by the time you get to season three, you're like, holy shit, all of this other stuff is happening and you get the story arcs and then, yeah. you know, well, like... There, but there was this whole time in which you guys were getting really kind of frustrated with me because I hadn't started and kept going there and watching Rebels is because I was trying to fucking chew through that first season. I'm like, mm. this is it is It is brutal and and I, I, I'm curious and, and probably for, for Jack's sake, he would be curious if, if we would just do an Owen and Bruce dedicated to Clone Wars, um, <laughs> where Nick can unveil his machete order cut um, and we can before, discuss some, yeah. some of those things in detail more. But I think uh, I think it was in our private chat where I was talking about how come back, Jack. The one character that I really just cringe at is Hondo. Uh, in the oh. Clone Wars, especially because there's a lot of episodes in Clone Wars where I just feel they're fillers. It's like, oh, we need something to do. Let's send him back to Hondo, you know? And you're just like, oh, I get it. He's a pirate. He's out for himself. Blah, blah. But Rebels Hondo, I really like because he's right. kind of like this funny sidekick kind of guy. It's kind of like, hey, old buddy. Too. What's his name? The guy with the broken horn. His ship is called Broken Horn. Um, oh, yeah. 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 I know they rescue him from that mining machine. Mm-hmm. Yep. He's kind of like the Hondo of the later season. Yes, you're right. Um, I, I knew. Anyways, I'm almost done. I'm almost done. I'm about halfway through uh, the last season. So, uh, oh, yeah. Oh, well, okay. okay. Yeah. It's getting yeah. good. There, there is an epic episode. There's several epic episodes. I will say because I, I feel like Rebels just finishes strong. So, um, 
Yeah, that was good. Yeah, the Jedi Temple stuff. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that, that's, that's actually like, the one that Nick was was loosely referencing a little bit a while ago. Yeah, um, that that is a good episode. We get I to mean, meet, like the, the Jedi Wookie and no. um, Rodian as well. Yeah. That's pretty cool. I mean, like like with all se- first seasons, you know, I, I get it that it's meant for to, to develop the bond between all these characters that you're not familiar with and show them as a unit, and then you know when you start. Del, you know, really getting into these other characters you've known, that's when it gets interesting because you know well, these characters, but I still... Know, fun fun little side story, too. So, as I, I was mentioning on the on the main show, how I, I sat down and watched Rogue One with um, with my daughter, and she made a comment when we were watching it, and it was the scene in which um, they're in Jetta City, and they're kind of sabotaging the, the, the caravan of kyber crystals being lifted out of town. Oh, yeah, that's, that's so, probably one of the most intense scenes. Yeah, think, my, like, my daughter goes... Isn't this the town where Ezra grew up in? And I was like, uh, I'm like, no, but it looks a lot like it. It, like it, it totally yeah. did. And I was like, oh, good pickup, kid. Yeah. <laughs> no, but you're wrong. Yeah. It's it's pretty amazing though, because kids kids can point out some things. I mean, watching watching the the show with with my kids, because I I just saw the episode in Clone Wars where they find Gregor, and. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Everyone out there were laughing at Jack because he's just in his own world right now. I do hope Sherry got a screenshot of that. They 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 find Gregor and my my kids are like, oh yeah, like Gregor shows up later in, in Rebels, and we're like, mm-hmm. yeah, okay, so I'm expecting Gregor to live. And the episode ends with you're like, I think Gregor dies, <laughs> but you, but you actually see him again later in Rebels, so you know somehow he survived. But it's it leaves it kind of like left like, huh. Because there's no resolution to his storyline, from from what I understand from sources, it's kind of left up in the air. Yeah. So, so Chris, I was um, telling Matt uh, not too long ago that just from me doing these rewatches, though, it gets me in a place I shouldn't be, which is I want to start buying shit because I was like, ah, I need that. I don't have that. So I've gone this huge. Dude, Lego. I'm about to buy a fucking Ahsoka Tano tunic. Right. Right. Yeah, but like I never, Welcome. I never, I never bought the Ghost. I never bought the Phantom Lego. It was one, the one set I really regretted not buying because I was like, ah, it's just kind of a hexagon. Like, you know, who cares? So I finally broke down and bought that. He looks, he looks like one of the animated characters right there. Yeah. Anyway, so but because of Wolf, because of Wolf uh, in Rebels, I start looking into all these other clone troopers and their armor and the different things like that. Like the wolf, uh, uh, wolf pack clones Legos are one of the most expensive ones you can get because there's only in one set. But they have oh. you know, whereas in like the five hundred four has the blue, you know, like Obi Wan's has the orange, you know, his are gray, and it's like, it's like holy cow, they're like sixty dollars a minifig, and you're like, oh. hard pass, <laughs> yeah. Actually, the most expensive minifig of all of them, which is I, I found really interesting, was um, a, a technical battle battle droid. Like the main ones that like do all the computing and stuff. There's only they're yeah. only in one set, and they're usually around average of seventy dollars for a little piece of plastic. And you're like, hmm. you are out of your mind. <laughs> yeah. So last last bit of Star Wars. So before Jack falls asleep, uh, I, started, I started listening before. to Empire. <laughs> I started listening to the Empire from a certain point of view. Mm. Um, in in seeing like seeing and hearing Lobot in action was kind of cool. Um, in one of the first couple episodes, our, our stories with Han Solo, as Han's watching the the footage of the Death Star exploding and seeing his ship, <laughs> he's like, "What the fuck? It's my ship!" <laughs> but uh, in, in Lobot, in there, we talk about the computer and the and the, the droids. That's maybe which that's- which story is this? Yeah, you're pretty far into it. Like, I haven't even got no, if you're on Empire. <laughs> I think, yeah. that's, I think that's I think that's Rathacon. I think that's Rathacon. It's actually uh, it's it's um, Lando's at a bar that gets shut down by the Empire. I think that's at the end of of the New Hope, bar right? Hops and goes yes. So, so Lando bar. walks into a bar. Yeah, the, uh, the, the, the Death Star exploding, and he sees the Millennium Falcon coming in. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. So it's in a New Hope. Okay. Yes, Greg's right. Phantom Two Lego came with Thrawn, which I did get. That we one should have well. Greg just jump on here. <laughs> That's like, right. Yes. Here, here, here's the deal. I'm I'm gonna be ducking out in a minute anyway, so I I can be the buzzkill to the Star Wars. Oh come on, man! Come on, this is the best owned Bruce barbecue ever. 
<laughs> said nobody. <laughs> like, I got to show off my cool Zen figure, which, by the way, I haven't picked up an action figure in quite a while. And I've been um, making Nick jealous because I keep, well, I don't know if I make you jealous, but I keep going to this Lego store near oh, me right, yeah. that uh, has got a ton of so much stuff. But next to the Lego store, and Jack, you would at least appreciate this part. Although, I am. <laughs> it has a lot of vintage toys from just every decade. So, um, and anyway, I went in there and, and uh, you know, I have all of the Ghost 6-inch uh, Black Series. And so I, I except nice. for Zeb. And then I oh, think, you got to get Zeb, man. Well, I, I meant the thing that you would appreciate is the other antique vintage toys. Although I don't know if they have ones that go back to the 40s. They're all made of lead, dude. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I wish I had my little fire truck I had from the, you know. The little ladders on the side. Yeah, I've got one of those. It was my dad's. Metal with the razors. I'll tell you, my, my son's favorite toy right now is my Hess truck from like 1984. Loves it. Everything but rocking and, and robots. Yeah, it's a gas station, right? The gas company. Yeah. So they, so they, they I think, I, th I feel like we talked about this maybe briefly. Maybe you guys just weren't listening. I don't care. Hey, if it's uh, not Star Wars talk, we haven't <laughs> talked. But uh, yeah, so Hess was a gas station chain, at least yeah. up in this area. Mm -hmm. there too. Okay, so they came out with like a commemorative like toy truck every Christmas season, and my oh my yeah, mom was getting yeah. my brother and I like, every year, and I have like a it, thing's awesome, and he's he's broken the shit out of it, but he loves it. It's like his favorite toy, like a little gas truck. It just looks like it playing with a stick, Matt. I don't really know what that is. <laughs> it looks like a red Q-tip. Yeah, that's actually part of them on now. From the perspective of the Tauntaun, not the Tauntaun, the... Uh, so you have started Empire, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, the, um, what's the... Uh, the mother one? The mother Tauntaun? The, I think I think the episode was called, like, Hunger or something like that, and it was from the perspective... Not oh, of the Wampa. Oh, no, that's yeah. of the Wampa, yeah. Mm -hmm. The Wampa yeah. perspective, yes. Wampa, Wampa. <laughs> yeah. You actually, that's when, I, that's when I said, on the either we were on air or not on air, but I said, you actually feel sorry for the Wampa when you're done with it. You're like... Yeah. Oh man, well, there's a fun <laughs> Jack's getting so pissed. All right, this is the last one, then I'm leaving. Uh, so there's no, actually an interview. No there's an interview I'm, of I'm Mark Hamill that during the scene uh, from San Diego that he, was, that he was filming Mark with Hamill. the Wampa. He, this, this, the the stage direction a few was blocks away that he was going to um, kind of wave his his lightsaber in the direction of the camera. And he's like, I'm not going to kill him though, right? Because whatever, he because he didn't want to kill the Wampa. Because he goes, he goes. He's not an evil creature. Uh, he's like Luke wouldn't do that. He's just hungry. <laughs> yeah, it's a pretty good point. But all right, something a little baby Luke can kill the Wampa. Jesus <laughs> Christ! No one's gonna lose it if you kill the Wampa. All right, with that, folks, I am going to leave. But it's been great. I'll see you all next week. Great show, Chris. One in a million. Asolego and good night. Good night. And, and then we lose all of our listeners. They exactly. just all like drop off. They're like, "Oh, Chris is no more donut down. talk." What the hell? I, I think felt like we could have gone deeper into donut talk. Yeah, we probably could have. We, fried I think donuts. we just raised the surface. We didn't even talk about donut holes. <laughs> we didn't talk about donut holes or the weird cinnamon ones that you get. Hey, when donut holes first came out, I was like, "Oh my god, where have these been my whole life?" Right. I think it was a Winchell's donut I went to, and they, I go, "What is this?" They go, "A donut hole." I go, wow. No, we seriously lost a listener just because of Chris Lee. They're like, up, oh, Star Wars talks over. Greg's like, I'm out. It was it was probably it was probably Chris. Oh, <laughs> it probably was, yeah. No, I don't you, I know we joke about it. I don't care if you guys talk about Star Wars. I, if that's All right, cool, people, man. Let's if, just keep going. If, yeah. that, All if, right. that's people, if, if that's what people want to listen to, who cares if eventually we have no patrons and we're doing this we, show for nothing? No, no. Sorry. <laughs> you know what's what's funny is is in my Big Bang uh, theory rewatch. Oh, okay, now you lost me. <laughs> is that they're always talking on video conference like stuff, and now it's like it just seems like can't come and hat today with COVID and everything that we've been through. This like the show is just preparing society for how normal it is to video conference with people face to face. And you know it's funny when I'm on video conference, it's just there's nonstop laughter. 
and I'm I'm like going, I don't get it. What what, what are, what's the laughing going? And, but no one's laughing. laughing. Yet you hear laughing. Same, you hear laughing going on. same joke. Randy, where's Randy at to defend me? He'll jump in front of a jack bus about this. I'm not I'm saying just, the show's just, the just, greatest thing on earth, but you know, uh, I, I have enjoyed uh, it. Uh, I've been watching on YouTube. I've been watching uh, Celebrity Bowling was a show in the early 70s. I guess they'd have celebrities on there bowling. And it was like the, the guy is uh, he's like a classic game show host in the 70s doing the thing. But they'd have the professional bowler try, doing the commentary, like helping. I said, God, could they get someone who's alive? I'd rather listen to Star Wars talk. The person, It's just the person's really terrible at the oh. job they have. The, 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 they but it's funny because I remembered my mom did a uh, a pilot episode for a, a bowling show. She was a commentator, but it never caught on or something like that. I I just remembered that from watching this this bowling celebrity bowling show. Anyway, my mom was a professional bowler at one point, so fly ball, and now she's just old, caught. Does anybody uh, while they're watching Jack talk look at? The Force Awakens poster behind him, and it's think perfect. about it's perfect for his silhouette. In this, it is, and yeah. don't you think about all of the potential that could have been, could be, would have been, should have been, and get disappointed all over again? <laughs> you like your father, and no, my. <laughs> so we probably should read Greg's email, Matt. We said, we oh, oh, yes, yes, it um, is. It is a bit of an essay. Uh, oh, God. we should have. We should have. Well, this. Oh wait, Jack. I forgot. I you, forgot. Greg's you, in the chat. Hold yeah, on. Yeah, Greg's in the chat. He's a patron. Jack, Jack you, you, give, you give him some respect, Jack. <laughs> you give that man respect. No, Jack. Now I am your father, Greg. <laughs> you you have watched the Mandalorian. I feel like you can actually be a part of this exactly. Owen and Brews Bake Off here oh, yeah. and I'm talk about the like, last what, episode. Yeah. yeah. So okay, I'm this still, is. I'm still wondering why they got rid of Gino Torino. Gina Carano. It's Gino like Gino Gran Torino. <laughs> Gran Torino. She's, um, zebra, well, she's zebra three. Well, that was part of Maggie's email that I was censored to not read. That's right. You were canceled. What? <laughs> that we were saying her name wrong? No. I would. I would love to get into some well, cancel culture I, conversation. I responded. Um, I somehow because there was to there it. was actually a big thing that actually happened. Um, uh, recently, here in Indianapolis, revolving the um, the art museum and some of the hot water that they got themselves into. So, oh. um, specifically, putting out a job description um, concerning their keeping their, uh, a job description concerning keeping their core white audience while oh. while maintaining and attracting. Uh-huh. You know, they ethnic, actually said they actually ethnic, said yes, that yes. I didn't even know they had art in Indiana. So I didn't even know that, that they had a white core audience. Yeah, yeah true. Um, so I didn't, I didn't realize that was a thing. I just well, yeah. They, I, I just I don't get out much anymore. You know, I just don't know what's going on. Well, I look this this all kind of exploded like kind of over the weekend, and my wife and I. I mean, we do like to to go there, and and so we're members embarrassingly enough now to to be like oh like this this happened because we were actually looking forward we were going on valentine's day to the art museum to drink wine because they had this wine and, and and art kind of you know and she was excited i was like okay we get to look at art you you get wine i'll have some wine you know this will be fun and it's on valentine's day and this news erupts like the day or two days before and i was just like that's it well we're not going like fuck that noise so and what'd your wife say i'll make the salmon no <laughs> she, she was all she was the uh it's um sherry's asking which museum it's related to new fields but it's the indianapolis museum of art so indianapolis museum of art it's all one organization essentially is it like um like that like a speedway and they have like milk no, it is close to the speedway. So, 
No, no, Speedway as in like a gas station or a Speedway no. in like the, as in the Indianapolis like Speedway. I don't know if the Speedway gas station is. Oh, um, Sherry says that her daughter does displays at the Children's Art Museum in, in Indianapolis. I've been mm. there. been there a lot. I've been a member of the I, Children's I have, Art Museum. I've never been to Indianapolis. Yeah. I mean, Matt's got, a, Matt's got an art store downtown. Yeah, I don't not know no, downtown. That's a whole other thing. But anyway, you, you think they'd be? You think they would set out a memo saying stop killing dolphins? You think that about the, the white people, people that you think well, the people Peter does not go to Indiana would have just yeah, apologized first, but um, but they didn't yeah. apologize. They actually I mean, who, doubled down. Yeah, who would think so, that? Who they, who they think they are? The governor of New York? <laughs> who would think? <laughs> Who would think that you could import <laughs> dolphins to be slaughtered in Indiana? I mean, so PETA's yeah. not going to touch that. I mean, it's a perfect no. crime. Well, PETA, so. PETA's like going, wait, where's Indiana? Yeah. We're still, no, we're still looking, no, we're still no looking for those dolphins. Were, were harmed in the operation. We're, we're, still, we're still looking for those missing squirrels. Yeah. Don't, you, at, don't as, you feel bad knowing that this store was named after someone who served in World War II? And, and that and that was the name he gave the store was after the dolphins that jumped I, in front I, of us. Don't you feel I, bad about that? I mean, like, no, no, if it was a cooler no. story, like he was on the, the Indianapolis, Indianapolis, you know, yeah, and then, like, oh. yeah, and then the, like the, the dolphins, the dolphins saved were his fighting. Life. Off the, the dolphins were fighting, fighting the shark sharks. Yeah. yeah, that would have been cool. Then I would probably would have respected it. But yeah, okay, one one thousand one hundred thirteen men this, into the water. This dolphin this, saved them all. End of story. Then you lose the, it loses that luster in, in Jaws because yeah. the speech wouldn't be four minutes long. It'd just be him going, ah, you know, I, I was in Indianapolis. We dropped the bomb and dolphins yeah. saved us. There, there was a gentleman that, that uh, I, I always used to see downtown who was on was a survivor of the, oh. of the Indianapolis. You tell, did you go by him and say you're going to need a bigger boat? <laughs> no, I did not. <laughs> Come on. That wouldn't be funny. <laughs> <laughs> well, I see that they didn't chew you up for some reason. No, I, I did not. not. I, 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 I would have stopped that you're going to need a bigger boat. All right, look. I'm going to get to Greg's bigger email at this point because that is that is you know something that we set out to do. That's a goal. That's a goal for the show. We already we don't have off the, we already pushed off the donut controversy of 2016. Um has it been that long? <laughs> All right. Like, I think the Star Wars talk lasted five years. <laughs> it could have been. It could have been. Well, we're about to start it again. Yeah. <laughs> this, well, at, this, least, uh, at least I pay attention to the man. This is actually an Owen and Baru's barbecue email that we are grilling up on this show because... Matt was a bad host and forgot to read it. <laughs> no, we just <laughs> haven't had a show that corresponded or maybe I did. Matt, Matt said, fuck it, I ain't reading it. Um, I okay it says hey there BBQ gang so see it kind of includes am I in oh, yeah. am I part of the gang now you're part of the gang yeah. Scooby Welcome. After this. <laughs> sorry for not sending anything in sooner okay so see this is on Greg I was I was what I was waiting Greg I life said, has been interesting so that's on another email that I'm not allowed to read um, but this will contain my overall thoughts of this season with a focus on the final Overall, I really enjoyed this season. I loved seeing Cop Vanth in real life and confirming it was Fett's armor that he had. I enjoyed the passenger well enough. I think my favorite of the season is the heiress. I really dug live action Bo-Katan with Axe and Kosoka. Or no, Ko- Koska. Koska? COVID. The siege was fun. The Ahsoka episode was super interesting, and I can't wait to see where her show takes her. The tragedy made me finally uh, kind of like Boba Fett. I I, I know Greg is is has always been a, a big uh, anti Boba Fett. You know, I didn't want him back, but I thought he was great here. First time he has ever actually been cool to me. The Believer was another solid episode and i really appreciate uh i really appreciate what they did with mayfield as well as showing how much din cared about grogu by taking his helmet off in front of others there was a lot to enjoy but something kept bothering me really i had concern with the overall show and where it might be going i love grogu but the whole con constant need to defend him from everyone was starting to get old to me. 
I was really unsure with how or when they would bring resolution to that main storyline. Due to all the hype around the show, and Grogu in particular, I feared resolution may be far off on this front. I didn't want the show to be just, stuff happens, now see Baby Yoda react forever. The show was more than that, but it was a big part of the show each week. This brings us to the final. Having watched it twice already, I can say I'm really satisfied with <clears throat> how things ended. I got the resolution that I was hoping for. Grogu is with Luke. Though, for how long? Let's hope he moves on before Ben Solo kind of ruins the Jedi Academy. I am sure he will he will see I am sure he will see him again, but I really hope we can focus on the quest to retake Mandalore now that yeah. Din is freed up from looking after Grogu. Speaking of Mandalore, I wonder why Bo-Katan needs to win the Darksaber in battle now. She freely took it from Sabine in Rebels. I wonder what has I wonder what has changed. Maybe a flashback to when she lost it could explain it. There must be something to it. I'm sorry I can't help it. Seeing Luke kick ass felt great. It was such a joy to see him ignite the green saber and take down all the dark troopers. I think the de-aged Mark Hamill look, looked all right, better than Rogue One Leia, but mm -hmm. not the best of the de-aged characters I've seen. Mm -hmm. I kind of wish they had just recast him, I agree. But I understand the hesitancy to do so. In the end, I'm glad Din was able to get Grogu to a Jedi and complete his mission. Their bond was something special to see, but I'm glad it's over for now. I think Din may have a bigger destiny than we than we want um, that he may want, and it'll be exciting to see what happens next. The absence of Grogu will make their reunion all the more sweet when it inevitably occurs. Beyond the Mandalorian and all the stuff that was announced last week, I think I'm most looking forward to the Kenobi series still. I can't wait to see Ewan back in the role and, and pumped to see what story they will tell that will involve Vader. Remember, Vader told Luke that Obi-Wan once thought as you did when Luke first began his attempt to turning him back. We never really saw that happen. I really hope we see something like that in the show. Okay, that's it. I've gone on long enough and Jack is already asleep. Thanks guys. Have a great one. <laughs> There's a lot to unpack in that uh, email. I'm going to, can I disagree with him on something? Greg, if you're still in the chat, um, I don't think it would have worked if they recast Mark Hamill, uh, Luke Skywalker. Yeah, because we just lost, he, we just lost he, the patron now. Thanks Jack. I'm going to, can I finish Larry? I sat there for 50 minutes while you guys talked about Star Wars. Can I get, can I have two minutes? No, no, you can't. The floor is yours. <laughs> Go ahead, Jack. <laughs> no, because he's such, he's, he, it's like, he's such a recognizable character. I mean, he, he's, he, you, when you think Luke Skywalker, it's Mark Hamill. You, you saw him as, as a young, you know, back in 78, right? 78 came out. 77, 78, you, you know who he is. So I, I think I was fine with the CGI. I think I, it is what it is, but I thought it, I thought it was great. I thought it, it worked because it was Mark Hamill. I don't think it would work. If, oh, here, here comes dumbass Mark Hamill, some recast guy. So no. Oh, I'm gonna oh think, yeah. Some dumbass recast guy. Yeah. Well, they, you know, they did recast Han Solo. Yeah, I guess, you know, but I'm not talking about, I'm not talking about, but in this one, because it, the reveal, you know, it's like, oh my God, it's Luke Skywalker, it's Mark Hamill. They, they said, the guy turns around, it's, a, oh, I'm, oh, by the way, I'm Mark Hamill. I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm Luke Skywalker. People go, oh, okay. Uh, it, it, it wouldn't, it would not have had the same effect with actually seeing Luke Skywalker as Mark, Mark Hamill as Luke Skywalker. And, I'm not saying that just because we're neighbors. We grew up together down the street, but I, I have, I just don't think it would have worked. I don't, I don't think it would have worked as a. I, I agree. I think, I think this was a softball pitch. You know, like it's like a, it's a good blend of the two, like a, a de-aged kind of thing with Mark Hamill's voice. And I, I don't think we'll see this again in the Mandalorian. 
Uh, we might maybe one more time, you know, get de-aged uh, Luke. But I think if they choose to make a series, another series, uh, with actual more central around like maybe the New Republic or some kind of mm. thing like that, they will recast it with probably with uh, the and, and Sebastian they, Stan, you know. And I have no problem. I have no problem with that. If it's like yeah. a, a new series, obviously yeah. you'd have to, you know. But this was such a big deal. Yeah, and it, it just it just the payoff would not have worked if it was somebody else. So Sebastian Stan is is the the fan favorite to play a, a young Mark Mark Hamill or young Luke Skywalker specifically. So, um, and that's the kind of been the the name that's ta- been tossed around quite a bit. My my only so Jack, I'm on the complete opposite, but I'm also the super fanboy geek over here. That's like when it showed up and it wasn't an actor playing him, I kind of thought, Oh, well shit, we're not going to get a lot of Luke now. Yeah. <laughs> I kind of want to see Luke in this time period. And if, if you're, if you're hesitant to give me Luke in the live action sequence, Disney, here's, here's a simple fucking no brainer. Make an animated series around Luke, mm-hmm. Leia and Han, because you got mm-hmm. Mark Hamill, pay him the fucking money He's a great voice actor on his own and show us Luke and Han and Leia and what they're doing in post Jedi. That's all any star Wars fan wants. We wanted Boba Fett in his prime. We want Luke Skywalker in his prime. We want them all like in, in that time period. And and I understand the hesitancy to like keep that stuff locked down because it's basically like, what are we going to do with these characters? We have to have all of these other stories, but I'm telling you, if you rewrite or make some kind of heir to the empire moment where you have Luke Han and Leia like going up against Thrawn, you got a lot of Uber fanboys, young, old and new. They're going to just like flock to that shit. So it's, I, but I, I, I don't think the man, I don't think the Mandalorian needs Luke Skywalker. No, and no. I don't want it. I don't want it, him to be around all the time. It's more of just the fact that I, that I, as a TV watcher, I'm like, oh, okay. So it's not like we're gonna see like Luke around in season three doing shit with Grogu. Like, here, Grogu, do this, you know. And maybe, maybe to Greg's point, like that's good. You know, Grogu can be on his own, meditating and learning better. I do agree with Greg on that because it was getting tiresome that every week it was save Grogu. Right. Mm-hmm. It was like that. That was the whole point. And I, you know, it's like I get why they were doing that because Grogu is ratings, yeah. Grogu is merchandise. I, I get that it's Disney, and you know, it's 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 a business. But uh, yeah, I just um, to me when when Luke Skywalker because I thought it was Luke Skywalker when I saw him. And when you turn around, you see, oh my God, I, it was like, it kind of just what gave me a warm feeling in my, my tummy. I just, I just, yeah. And it was, it's like, turn around, it's, it's okay. Say it's a young actor. And he goes, you are, you are who? I'm Luke Skywalker. No, you were a bit not. critical though of the special effects though, right? Special effects of what? Of just the de-aged Mark Hamill. Like you were a little no. bit like, eh. No, you weren't. Okay, I didn't. I didn't think so. I oh, might. Okay. I might have been joking, but I. I just okay. again, I. I said technology is is like. I think I said I go, probably like twenty years. You won't even need actors. You'll. Ha- you could have. You can have Clark Gable acting with you know, you know Betty Davis. You could have all these great old actors doing movies together without having to. I mean, you look at that. I've seen that commercial because I have the Peacock Network with the, what's that one with uh, yeah the last episode was called the Cock for a reason I yeah Peacock for a reason um, what's that one with Samuel Jackson is he's talking about five G network and he hits he, it was a Super Bowl commercial I've literally seen it five billion times um, but uh, and it's pretty close to looking like Samuel Jackson sounds like him but I, like I said I just don't think it would have worked with a, another actor. So I, Mark, I, I'm going to say I liked it. Greg brings up a good point in the chat, which you liked, Matt, um, that we'd love to see an Ahsoka and Luke interact, which would be very interesting because Luke really never had any relationship with his father. And you can almost see a few scenes with Ahsoka telling him what 
his father was like, you know, because like Obi Wan doesn't really tell him anything. He's like, "How did my father die?" You know, it's like, and he was a good, you know, he doesn't really tell him much. He's like, "I would have told him he's a dick. He's a little tiny bitch, like you are." There, there you go. <laughs> but if you watch the Clone Wars, you'll see why he was kind of a quick ass pilot and sometimes a good friend. Right. Exactly. <laughs> uh, other. At least on the dark about, side. What we were just talking about, though, and another one of Greg's points, though, was about, you know, I agree, like. Grogu, I think it, it will hurt season three a little bit and that people who really liked the Baby Yoda show will say, like, I didn't like season three as much if he's not going to be in it, you know. But I, I think there's a lot of stuff to really build upon, especially with um, Bo-Katan's character, because in Clone Wars, she is not a good person because she is out for a militant Mandalore. But then Rebels... You know, she's more on the friendly side, but it's really, if you look at her, even in uh, Mandalorian, she's always really been more about herself. Like, she's out yeah. to get power for herself, mm-hmm. the same way Darth Maul is. Like, it's, yeah, she's on your side, but to what end? You know, oh, and I, mean, so you, I, I yeah. would, I totally joked when we, when we did our last few episodes on the, on the final about how Bo Katan was basically like, don't anybody fucking touch that saber. Gideon's yeah. liner, you know, like he was, she was basically like, just like, hell bent and and when you see him enter the room with with gideon he, like holding the dark saber like look what i got look what I've got. <laughs> yeah. like, it was just laying there you know i would mean you, would you guys be okay with uh because rumor is that well the fans want lucy lawless to replace gino torino they're they're not gonna replace her they're not gonna recast the character they're not gonna recast they're just gonna kill her off yeah, I, I think it's really a simple I, – I put it on to Matt earlier. I think it's a really simple solution. You know, you just have the Empire attack the town, like with TIE fighters or whatnot, you know, blowing up some buildings because there's been such a surge in rebel uh, things that happening going on there that they blow it up. And then Mando shows up and finds, like, some of her hair or, like, her armor in the rubble. And you you know? see a little tear, like, come down, the, <laughs> like, below his helmet, and it kind of, like, drips yeah. down, you know. It's that, it's that simple, you know. I no. did not like her anyway. No. I mean, well, I, they, what, are, are they going to put put another female character in place? Probably, and as it I speculated, been... probably someone that who's uh, younger, thinner, <laughs> hotter, hotter. Uh, yeah, <laughs> that, was just, that was just me I, joking. I just, I just, I just want, I just want me too to know that was Matt. I think, I think it's going to boil down to: Are they going to continue with the? Uh, uh, What's the show, Matt? Ranger Rick. Range, Ranger, yeah, Rangers the of the New, New York. Republic. The New York, yeah, Rangers, the New York Rangers, 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 the New Republic. Yeah. If I, they can, if they continue with that show, then I think they will put in another Marshall or something character for that town. But if they don't, I don't see the point in making the show. You know, because what about, what about I think they'll, they'll concentrate all their energy into the Ahsoka show. What about Timothy Oliphant full time? Okay, uh, here's geez, here's the no. thing. Here's the thing. And I and I realize that that like there's a lot of people out there that just don't watch the cartoons, but there is so much good storytelling and and there's like really great like epic plot stuff that you can do with like space battles, more aliens, like like the, the technology to include more with that. And I'm just saying, oh by the way, you could have Mark Hamill fucking voicing Luke Skywalker in a post Return of the Jedi world where you can see him be badass all the time. If you can give me that in a in a serialized cartoon form, you know, like ten episodes every t- you know year, that's all I'm asking for. And don't give me Ranger Ricks of the fucking Republic because I don't. <laughs> hey, I, Ranger Rick! I, I just hey, don't boo-boo. know like why you're wasting the time or energy on something like that. I, I understand that there's stories to be told about like the frontline people and all of these other things going on, and but when you boilerplate it down, why did every fanboy myself included although i didn't cry like some people lose their actual shit over seeing like luke skywalker just go crazy on a bunch of droids that's all we wanted it's that simple it's not rocket science well sometimes it is just for the record it was neither matt nor jack nor i who cried in that scene (laughs) it was someone who's not on the jane jet network that's I, I, hey, if you cried, that's fine, you know. Like, but I'm I'm just not that emotional of a person that I'm that I'm gonna cry just because it's Luke Skywalker. Like, I I was like in the moment, I was like, you know, 
was Luke crying in that moment? No, he was being a bad fucking ass. Well, he couldn't cry because he was CGI'd. Sure. <laughs> you know how expensive nice. it is to, to CGI a tear in? Oh yeah. God. Come on, man. Anyway, that's that's my that's my little rant though, and my 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 biggest beef that I think that like Disney, you know, sometimes it's it's that simple. Well, you're an artist. Why don't you start your own cartoon? Yeah, but he's an Indiana artist. Yeah, oh, that's, that's true. That's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We that's we true. only focus on the white core people here. That's true. <laughs> on the outside, you can be whatever color you want. Disney Studios like would be like, core. "You're an artist from where? Indiana? Wait, oh. in, where's Indiana? Where?" Yeah. Well, um. you know, Disney does have a spotted history. <laughs> you know, they were looking at at uh, Gina Carino's tweets and saying like, "Well, yeah." Um. Anyway, hey, and, where's, and, where's and, all this merchandise made in the meantime? Yeah. Oh. And by and by the way, and, and Nick and I, we've discussed it off air, and you know, we don't really have to go into much detail about her her career. I mean, it it's unfortunate everything yeah. that happened with it, but I do think that there's a lot more that meets the eye that we don't see. I know that some some of the things that are pointed out are the things that are left behind, but there are things that people have screen grabbed. I she was in trouble with with this prior apparently and and i think that there was you know the mouse likes to keep a tight house so and i think that this was probably one one tweet m-i-c see you real soon but anyway why because we don't like you anymore (laughs) what matt i said at least jay made some money off the action that's true so for everyone out there uh when news broke of gina getting fired i said Better buy your buy your uh, uh, action, figures. action figures now because they're going to skyrocket. And Jay actually had one from last season, and he's like, "Oh yeah, I'm about to sell this thing." And then today he tweeted to all of us like, "Cash this baby in." So someone bought it for some some high dollar yeah high dollar money compared to what he I paid didn't, for it. I so. didn't see it. How much did you get for it? One sixty, but he probably paid like ten dollars <laughs> for it. You know. Like, you know <laughs> Yeah, you know, uh, it's like it's like you know, like the, I always buy the Hasbro Star Wars exclusives at Comic Con because usually they're worth a lot, you know. And because like I have the one I think from 2011, which is the Boba Fett uh, Black Series, uh, which you can get the regular Boba Fett, but the one for Comic Con that year came with Han and Carbonite as well as Boba Fett, and it's only you could only get that at Comic Con. That thing's worth a small fortune on eBay, so. I mean, it's just neat to have stuff like that, you know, that you never take them out of the box. That she got in trouble before she apologized. So, so Jack, have you been watching anything other than Star Wars? I fi- my wife and I finished uh, Yellowstone. Yellowstone in like four days, whatever it was. No wonder you're not happy. <laughs> well, I, you know, it's funny. I want to spoil people. You guys have seen it, right? Have you guys? Yeah. I've I watched one episode. I think I watched the the first episode of the newest season. Well, I, I think I told you the first two seasons, Kevin Costner's character is just not likable. Mm. You just you, you just can't like him. His daughter, you can't like him. Then they kind of change things up a little bit in season three, and there's a reason for it, but I won't spoil you guys. But uh, yeah, I enjoyed it. I can't wait for got the hiccups. For it to come back in June. I'm just comparing everything to Clone Wars now. I'm like, oh, so just like Zero the Hut. Yeah, okay, I'm with you. <laughs> and so I, I got the Peacock Network, so I've been watching The Office, and I've watched season one again. And I got to tell you, I, I for, you always forget how uncomfortable season one is to mm-hmm. watch. Oh, yeah. It, it's just so uncomfortable. It's just you're watching it, you're like going, What series? It's The Office. The office. Oh, the office. Season, oh, yeah. season one is like the cheese grater. It's I gave like, up. It, it I is mean, just like, that's... That's what's, I mean, I like a lot of people had, I know I've said this before, like uh, at some point, because uh, I had watched the BBC office. And when it came out, I was like, oh, this is going to be great. And it was a straight copy, the first season of the BBC version. So I quit watching. I was like, why would I want to watch it when I've already seen it? And and then so I gave up on it, I think, until season three or four. And my brother-in-law was like, you need to start watching it again. It's actually really good. And I was like, oh, okay. And, well, it, you can tell it's it, it, the the also the season one is it was more like okay this we're doing a documentary mm-hmm. yeah. because the boom mic you see it all the time being in the shots and there's no way it, once in a while you can see a boom you know especially the older shows you can see the shadow of the boom mic you know in the back you know if you you know you see it going back and forth and stuff like that sometimes you can see it in the shot 
but this is like okay, boom mic, boom mic. I I don't know. I was just looking for things, but season. I mean, I I watched all the I watched all of season one today or the last two days, and like diversity day. That is that is a tough one. It's a tough one to watch. And you got you got, is that the one with the post-it notes on the head? Yeah, yeah. It's like it's. It's oh my! God. I think, he's just—he's not a likable character. Then they—they they changed him up in season two, where they—he got hair plugs. Yeah, I yeah. still maintain he got hair plugs. He lost a lot of weight, and he became more of a instead of a—he he still said the wrong things, but he was more likable. So in season two, there's a, specifically the Halloween episode. When when you get to the end of the Halloween episode, because up to this point, Michael is is pretty much kind of an unlikable person. Right. All, all around. But at the end of, of the Halloween episode in season two, which is fairly early on, um, there's a moment where he's given out like candy at the very end. And it is like, it is this weird like shift where you're like, Oh, like, like, like your, your heart for Michael Scott grows at, at that moment, the seeds planted. And I think that it uh, takes off from there. And, Plus, you, once you, you learn, you, you learn more of his backstory too, where he wasn't—he yeah. had a pretty crappy childhood. Right. And, you know, you, you can. It, yeah, it definitely, definitely bubbles, bubbles up there. But yeah, the season—I'm like going, oh god, this is hard to watch. And it—it's funny. I've seen it a hundred times, season one. But it just—it's just so hard. <laughs> well. Um... Yeah, I. Um, so and just my wife and I, she wanted to watch Justified again, so we're oh watching Justified again. And and you're still watching the Mash too, right? <laughs> yeah, I'm watching. I'm watching Mash. The monster Mash. I've got to slow, I've got to slow back. It's it's. I'm in season five, and that's oh yeah. You know, and I, I I'm thinking about because the more I watch rewatch Mash, you you know Frank Burns. Everyone hates Frank Frank Burns. But was he? You look back by, by today's standards. Was he bullied by oh. Trapper and Hawkeye? And then so he's PJ? so he really needs like a Cobra Kai show. Yeah, he he does because <laughs> well, a certain point of view, they, yeah. they, they'd have to CGI him. <laughs> yeah, but it, but he, you know he was he his dad didn't like him. Well, you just you need to recast him. at this point. You need, no, don't mess with CGI. Just recast everybody. Yeah, I'm just but I, it just it's it's like do we feel sorry for Frank Burns because he just is. He has no friends and he just gets bullied all the time. So anyway, I'm just saying it's a no bully. We're zero tolerance now. It is one of those weird situations. Like, like you think of a Christmas story, the the little short kid and the redhead ginger guy who's the bully, you know, and Mm -hmm. you know that there's some stuff going on at home that makes Mm -hmm. them that way. And, you know, well, one kid, one of the gingeries gets picked oh, on. Exactly. Man. So like you know, because he, he was a weird looking kid. And so you know he's been picked on his whole life and he wants to take it out on some other kids. So it's all about, you know, the way you look at it, but you know, you can relate though to the normal not that he's not normal, but like you to the regular cast kids, you know, going like, Oh, these kids are bullying. It's like, why is that? But like it's I mean, that's the way you look at things now versus back then. It's like clearly here's the bad guy, here's the good guy. It's you know, but Today's storytelling is not black and white anymore. It's very gray area. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, because back then it was like you you had to have someone, a character that nobody liked. You, you, and, you know, most shows had to have that character. The ant, you know, like you watch any Clint Eastwood movie, hmm. it's always someone he doesn't. You know, he's going up against the you know the establishment or someone he that's just a dick. Any movie, you know, you can look at. Oh, there's the dick. So that's mm-hmm. he's going to take. He's either going to kill him, beat him up, or you know, just go against whatever he has to say. That's you know, just Clint Eastwood. That's what always cracked me up about. Yeah, you know, a lot of those like '80s, even '70s, you know, and early '90s movies where you always had that one person who's like representative of the government or the military or something like that, and there's like they're so boneheaded to save their career or whatever. That's like you're that guy. You're that guy that just. They're there, they're there to get eaten by the alien or yeah, killed exactly. first or chopped up, you know. Um, I uh, I had an opportunity to go to a movie. Um, our local movie house um, has kind of like a special thing. <laughs> was it the Alamo Draft House? No, no. it's not the, the Alamo, Alamo Draft House. That's not, it's not, it sucks. But you, yeah. you could sneak well, in. Well, it's, it's Indianapolis. In the, well, Indianapolis is probably for whites only, right? No, it's not in Indianapolis. It's in my, it's yeah. in my yeah. smaller town here. 
So before you just bastardize my my whole experience here, let me just say that <laughs> it's it's a, it's it's our local small theater. That's just I've probably talked about it a hundred times on the show, but it's just a couple blocks away from where we live here. You've talked about this theater more than you've talked about Star Wars. It's it's just very convenient because it's like it's right down. And uh, anyway, they have a thing right now where because you know they can't really show movies to the public, but for certain events who, who, who are they showing movies to no like well i'm getting that so <laughs> we're just running the can no like for for wow. certain like people or events oh that, like, cer- people, certain people okay so i was right i'm in the heckling st- <laughs> i'm in the heckling stage of jack now so let's just say no. let's just say all three of us would be invited right yeah <laughs> if if i were to like you know, rent it or whatever. But basically what happens is, is like a family will just like say, or, or, you know, a company or whatever, they'll, they'll rent it out for a movie for that night. So you kind of get, you know, for so much money. There's no, there's no walk in traffic. Yeah. There's no walk in traffic and you get so many seats to you and whoever, however many, like, you know, limited, whatever the max capacity. Cause you can only with COVID have, yeah, like Randy, thank you, a patron theater, kind of, yeah. you know, um, but you would really actually have usually one buyer that's just like, oh, I'm, I'm doing this for my kid, or this is our family thing, we're gonna spend- you pick the You pick the movie? Or so they movie have or- a selection of movies that you can actually choose from, you know, so it's somewhat limited, you can't just choose any movie, you can't just be like, I, I want to see Empire Strikes Back, or something like that. But, <clears throat> one of the movies that they had last month, or just the other day, uh, so some friends of ours who paid, paid to, uh, allow a bunch of friends to come in and, you know, they have a people running the popcorn stand there. So you get popcorn and drinks and, you know, uh, but I got to see Raiders of the Lost Ark. So, that's oh. great. so that was a, you'd never seen it big screen before. No, I've seen it. I've seen it before. And I probably have seen it maybe on the big screen. I don't, I can't, I can't recall when. But it was nice because uh, my my son uh, he had never seen Raiders of the Lost Ark, so it was the first time for him. And oh, you've never you've never seen it. Before. Yeah, my son, my, my son had never seen it. My daughter had never seen it, and my wife. It's been like forever. I think she, that she probably, if she's seen it, she's never seen the end before. Uh-oh. So my wife was completely freaked out. Like my daughter, I kept preparing her. I was like, okay, there's a scene coming up. Just you should just shut your eyes. Yeah, yeah. When they say shut your eyes, shut your eyes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I actually didn't warn her about the face melting scene. Oh, the scene that I warned her about is actually when Marian, is when Marion is trapped in the well of souls, and there's that scene where like there's all of these skeletons that are grabbing right, her. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah, a little yeah, bit. Yeah. I was like, so I kind of like warned my daughter about that. Reminds you, reminder of her neighbors, you know. <sighs> Don't get trapped in the that's world. That's so true. Yeah, that's what, maybe that's what we'll call the backyard from now on. Yeah. 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 Anyway, it was a fun. Okay. fun that's experience. a that's, that's a must. I think that's a must must see big screen movie. Raiders of the Lost Ark. Well, in the non so we were talking about like people the 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 whole like idea of like you know you had in that movie Belloc who was like the foil. He was like the guy that was always getting one up on Indy. You know, yeah. it's like. Ah, Dr. Jones. Dr. Jones. You know, like there's something that, you know, you have acquired that I can take away or something, you know, and he's like, you know, closing the. I'm always one step ahead. Yeah. And I mean, it's just you're like, fuck you, Belloc. You know, like. Have have you read that about there's a few movies out there where the main character is completely irrelevant and Raiders Lost Ark is one of those movies? it's, yeah, it's, it's an interesting point of view to think of it that way. But I mean, it, it's, it is what it is. But and then the outcome of Raiders of the Lost Ark would have happened no matter if Indy was in the movie or not in the movie. Because the, the Nazis would where, have found the Ark, they would have how, opened it up, and they all would have died. You know, because they would have, they would have, they, they, would have ex, they would have excavated the entire place at some point to try to find it. So it Tom, Sel- well, Tom Selleck would have been okay in the role. I don't know. I say, I say, I say bullshit on that theory because. <laughs> It makes it about as much sense as, as uh, Indy maintaining access to the submarine, but whatever. Okay, yeah, exactly. The, the just, Indy he just, he just hung out, dude. That's that's because, it, because the submarine never submerged. It never no, submerged. No, it didn't yeah. submerge. It never, ever. And you know, like, it didn't be depressurized. Nothing happened. He was perfectly he, fine, just hanging on. Like it wasn't locked. He could actually get inside of it. Somebody yeah. didn't check the lock. He actually opened it up and went in. 
He went Who the knows how he survived the, the torpedo, the torpedo part. But I will say this much. They would not have found the Ark if it wasn't for Indy. And Indy is the No, I, I think he had – I think he I, – I don't think he's an irrelevant character. I have to disagree with that. Also. He, I agree with that. Because and, he, and he, not only he, that, but he gets, he gets, he gets the medallion with Marion. Marion wasn't going to give it up. Yeah. So I don't think they would have gotten it from yeah, – I know. I realized what she said. But it's one of my favorite scenes is when she holds up the medallion and she's like, mm-hmm. I'm your goddamn partner. I love it. I like, I like when he burns his hand on it. <laughs> Randy, Randy, Randy makes a great point. And he, he wrote, wrote a dolphin. He wrote a dolphin. <laughs> it, I don't remember that one. Yeah. So, well, you know, they fun fact. They I know I've said it before. Here. Submarine in Indiana Jones is the same submarine in Das Boot. Das Boot. Really? Hmm? Huh. And and you see Indiana Jones in Das Boot hanging on. Here's another. Yeah, he's just hanging on. Yeah. Here's he's another. Fun fact. The the submarine in Raiders of the Lost Ark is as believable as the submarine in Lost. <laughs> 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 it has the same tenuous realism and, and believability. Nice, I'm just saying. Nice. So, hey, I've got you know you, you've never seen me at Comic Con. I have a a lost submarine driver Dharma jumpsuit. Oh, okay. There, there was only two of those ever made. I thought you were gonna say I was the submarine. Yeah, he got he got to talk to Evangeline Lilly with. I did. It. She signed I, it. She autographed it. Yeah. it yeah. Dr- oh, did she really? Yeah. So uh, you know, like I like we, how you're just so chill about some of these things. You're like, yeah. Well, we, we, talk, we talk. Well, he's the, he's a stalker. He's the, he's the uh, dude. Even. Hi. No, it was one of those weird. My vest. It's a, I'm sorry. I'm surprised. Above no. the nipple. On the nipple. On the nipple. Right there. Right there. Yes. No. No. We, I told we, we, we've told this story before a long is, time is ago. Is it cold? Is it cold here? So we were in the Omni Hotel. Right, Jack. We were all just sitting yeah, around was, the lobby, the army, yeah. hang, hanging out, and she walked in to the lobby, and she walked in this little kind of like where you drop off your luggage area, right. and kind of hanging out. Yeah, just hanging out by herself in this corner. And so I'm that kind of person. Even though I knew it was Evangeline Lily, I don't like seeing people stand by themselves because it's just kind of sad. So I got up, right, and just walked over and started talking. Hey, babe. I don't want you to stand here by yourself. Hey, I'm it was a now. great. Hey, it was a great conversation I, 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 I up until a point. I don't want to call you out. I don't want to call you out, Nick. But there was a lot of people in the, that hotel standing around, not t- talking to anybody. <laughs> yeah, but not everyone's Evangeline Lilly either. <laughs> you said it because she was Evangeline Lilly. <laughs> yeah. So. Uh, yeah, but I got. I went and talked to her. We were talking for a while. I was like, "Hey, do you mind if I talk to you for a bit?" And she's like, "I actually think she liked it because I was blocking everyone else from seeing her." You know. But we were just talking about. We never even brought up Lost at all. And and I. Had forgot I was wearing the jumpsuit at the time, and she finally just stopped. And went, I like your jumpsuit, by the way. And I was like, "Oh, thanks." And she goes, "Do you want me to autograph it for you?" And I said, and I actually almost said no because it was from the show, and I didn't want. I thought maybe it would devalue it if she actually signed it. <laughs> and so, I want you touching my jumpsuit. Yeah. So, but you know, she she got out a marker that she had and signed it, and then you know, and then we kept talking, and then so. uh Jay or Jack one or Colleen said something like, Oh, look, there's Evangeline Lily. And somebody said something like, Well, there's a guy over there talking to her. She's mean you mean Nick? <laughs> yeah. And so Jack and, and Jay came and joined me and, and talked to her. And then as soon as they joined me, she got the hell out of there because you know, she Jack creeped her out. Yeah, I did. <laughs> Nick, Nick, that was such a Sheldon moment. Like I can imagine Sheldon being kind of like <laughs> No, I don't want you to do oh, that. This is like the original. <laughs> I didn't say that. But it it definitely went through my mind. Out there. It went through my mind for sure. Okay. But like, I didn't say it. No. I can see then, you yeah, say Jack, Jack is very Jack is very ingrateful because like the next time we saw Evangeline Lily, I broke line and let Jack and Jay stand with me so they could go meet Evangeline Lily. And I'd already I'd already met her though. Yeah, I know, but I'm just saying, you know. But you, then you got a photograph with her and an autograph and all this uh, stuff, well, I, I, and I like got, Jack I, couldn't get over how fast we got through line because because Nick took cuts and we <laughs> cut the line. Said, I go, we can't do that, and 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 Jay goes, why not? I go, look at all these people behind us; they're gonna be pissed. And so he's, I said, all right, if we get beat up by a bunch of geeks, I'm I'm gonna be pissed. You didn't and even we, notice, and we got up there, and nobody noticed. We walked up, and no, I and started talking to you, and then. Yep. 
Exactly. <laughs> well, that was really cool. Well, it's been an hour. I didn't know. That. I know. It, and uh, we. I did we, want. I did want to mention something though. Um, is it oh, Star Wars great. related? Now, no. now yeah, you just, want to mention? I hope just it's about Darth Maul. Is it about the rumor about Darth Maul coming back? It is. Come it's on, actually it's, a, it's actually a serious subject. Another video I watched oh. about recasting, about just being a recasting. You know, they actually got the original voice actor for Maul to do the voice in Rogue One, uh, and he went and did his lines. And then when the movie premiered, it wasn't him. And he's like, they didn't even tell me they got Matt. Uh, Lat or whatever his name is, you know, because oh, like, oh, you mean for um, not Rogue One, but Solo, for Solo, yeah, sorry, for Solo, yes, that's right, yeah, and, uh, story, yeah. I just thought that was funny that like they, they brought him in, you know, and paid him to do the lines, and they're like, well, continuity because no one's heard your voice, you know, since Phantom <laughs> Menace, and like through Clone Wars and Rebels, it makes more sense to have this guy do the voice of Darth Maul instead of you, fine, Boy, I'll lost, do it if you're, if you're gonna pay, version. if you're gonna pay me. No, I just want to say that uh, uh, Vincent Jackson, former Charger, former Tampa Bay Buccaneer Charger player, uh, passed away at 38, and rumors is it was a suicide oh, that, that's going out because, you know, he probably he had a lot of concussions, and mm. um, they, they just got to do something about these, you know, these – I mean, I know they're working on it, but it just was uh, like sad for us because it was, when, I, when I first heard it, I said, oh, you better tell my oldest daughter, love Vincent Jackson. And I said, oh, you better tell her before she sees it. And then, uh, anyway, it was just sad, you know. Yeah. Uh, you know, so we got, because my daughter and I were talking about the next day. I said, you know, she was saying, like, the soldiers and stuff like that that, mm. that are, you know, come back and they can't cope and they have, you know, tr- post-traumatic stress. And we just, you know, they, a lot of them end up on the streets. We don't do enough to take care of people that, you know. Anyway, I hate to end on a sad note, but it was just like, it was just such a bummer. Right. Yeah, just such a bummer when you you see a guy who's that young, thirty eight, and he did a lot for the communities. He, he was a, I guess his, both his parents were in the military, so he did a lot for military families. It, it's not for sure that he did it, but that's what most people, that's the rumors out there that he did commit suicide. But anyway, that's all I got. Well, that's a. Yeah, I don't know what else to say after that. Well, I, I, I want to talk about it. It was, you know, I didn't want to interrupt the Star Wars talk for. No, I'm glad that you ended it with that. That was a really great, great way to cap it off there. Um, anyway, I think I did say when I walked up to Benjamin Lilly, I said, "Is this guy bothering you?" You did say that, actually. Yeah, and, and she goes, "Yes." No, she. Uh, she goes, "Do you, you know did, that?" You, you, you slammed, you slammed your hand on my shoulder and says, "This guy bothering you, lady." And she kind of went like, jumped back, and then she looked at me and she goes, "Do you know these guys?" And I went, "Yeah, I know these guys." And she went, oh, "Okay." And then she, you know, but she, I think she was paranoid that like people were going to rush her or something. You know? mm-hmm. That's how I remember it. I know we talked for a little bit longer than that, but that's. that's I trust Nick's memory on this. Yeah. No, I, that's the way it happened. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't want to come walking up and say, "Hey, do you remember me?" <laughs> I, you know, you just, you know, sometimes, you know, you're walking around. You, when you're walking around Comic Con, you see a lot of famous people, and it's just like, like when I saw Grace Park, and I was like going, and I first, it's I went, ah, bummer, ah, bummer. <laughs> I say that. Why? 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 And she just gave me a dirty look. I was like, I'm sorry, sorry. I just drew a blank on your name. It was just like, because ah. so I think I was just, wa- I was watching uh, Battlestar Galactica at the mm. time. Yeah. So when I saw her, I went, I, 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 I go, God, that was dumb. Oh, I remember what we, we, we I remember when me and Evangeline, because she had just had her baby at the time. Like she, I think her daughter was one, I think, or uh-huh. something like that. And so that's what we were talking about. I was like, oh, like you still living in Hawaii and enjoying this? And you had a baby. And she's like, yeah, I did. You know, and she's like, and she was, you know, typical like mom talk. Yeah, you know, that's what we were talking about. Oh, uh, yeah. I know how you like to talk to those moms. I do. Yeah. <laughs> um, on that so note. Not, so you're not married. Gotcha. <laughs> um, I, you know, I'm trying to look for a, a gentle way to end this show. There's but, no way. Uh, hey, you know what? We're at 108 on this show. You should have stopped it right now because that's lost. Okay, well, and on that note, thanks for joining us. Thanks for joining us live in the yeah, chat. Yeah, yeah, 15 seconds. 